Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. With Capel University's FlexPath learning format, you can earn your degree online at your own pace and get support from people who care about your success. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. This isn't your average business podcast, and he's not your average host. This is the James Altucher Show. Idealist of the day. And again, we're taking these idealists from the excellent new social media site, notepad.com, N-O-T-E-P-D.com, where people could write idealists. I always talk about how writing an idealist every day makes you smarter, more creative, and so on. And so many people have asked me over the years, can you make a site like this? So we did it. There's plenty of lists up there. At the end of this podcast, we're going to have a challenge for you to make one of your own lists. But today we're going to talk about the 10 most influential people in history, which when we were first developing Notepad, I just uploaded this list as a test. But hey, who do you think are the 10 most influential people in history? And we'll talk about a few on this list, but start thinking of your own. So Jay, Paolo, Robin, who would you say is the most influential person in history, regardless of my list. Well, forget about my list for a second. Oh, uh, Elon Musk. The most influential person in history. History, though. Oh, okay. History. He's maybe going to be the most influential person of next year, <laughs> but I don't know <laughs> if like my life has changed okay. at all oh, because yeah. of him. Um, because oh, 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 oh. Goddard, Doctor Goddard. Oh, who is Goddard? Robert Goddard invented the rocket ship, which of course, uh, the technology he used was used to make the the space program in the U S and in Russia, we have a man on the moon because of Robert Goddard. Uh, and, and also, you know, missiles and stuff like that are based on his technology as well. But I would say that's influential in terms of like missiles became influential, but was the space program influential? It's uh, I I think it's interesting though, what you just said earlier, right? About Elon Musk. And you said, uh, my life hasn't changed because of him. And that seems like an interesting way of defining, uh, you know, uh, who's the most influential Influence. person in, yeah. in, yes. in history. I mean, by, by that logic, the most influential person in history is my mother, right? <laughs> Everything happens uh, <laughs> when you her in yeah. my life. <laughs> yeah, okay, she's okay, okay. my okay. life the most. That's true, yeah. That's true. She's the most influential person in your life. But like I'll I'll say influence is maybe all of our lives, the entire planets Mankind. Have, are, are where they are now because of this person. A higher percentage of what their life is like now is because of this person than because of another person. Okay. So it has to be a person, not an event. So then okay. your mother is most likely not the most one of the most influential people in history, but she's the most influential person to Apollo. <laughs> I mean, I take issue with that statement, but uh, <laughs> I try to forget. <laughs> Okay, okay. All right. This is okay. The guy that created 
the the phone. Uh, something Bell. Alexander Graham Bell. Alexander Bell. Yeah, Graham Bell. yeah, because because of the phone, now we can just look at TikTok every day. Yeah, and or then you could say Ford, or you could say. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so I did not include these people on the list. So Alexander Graham Bell or Henry Ford, by the way, did not invent the car, but he yeah. did the assembly line. Nikola yeah. Tesla did not invent the car, nope. and and even his version of electricity was not used because Thomas Edison's political skills were much greater than Tesla's political. Tesla, you know, he invented a better version of electricity, but Thomas Edison was more influential because yep. he knew government officials and he was able to get the contract to supply Manhattan with electricity. So his version of electricity is what we know now. He but was a schmoozer. He was a schmoozer. He's a schmoozer, which makes yeah. him more, by the way, influential people are not necessarily good guys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, it's not like who's the best person ever. It's who's the most influential people. Yeah, yeah, it's it's interesting. Yeah, it's kind of a definition. It's not the most important, but who's affected the most lives, let's say. Yes. So because of that, I'd rather think something like uh, Genghis Khan, you know, isn't like mm -hmm. one third of the population is descendant of Genghis Khan or something like that. So that's Genghis number Khan, one put, on your first. Please. Yeah, so, so uh, how many, I'm going to just Google it real quickly. How many descendants of Genghis Khan are there? I have to say, I don't have Genghis Khan blood in me. I do. Uh, I did 23 and me, so I didn't have. So by the way, 8% uh, of the men living in the region of the former Mongol Empire carry Y chromosomes that are like identical to Genghis Khan's. And mm -hmm. here's another one that says uh, 1 in 200 men are direct descendants. So actually that's less than what I thought. I thought it was more like what Paolo said, which is that one third of the world is descended from Genghis Khan. But it's more like 1 in every 200 is a relative. If you think about it, uh, I don't know if this is gonna make it into podcast. If you think about it, you know he he do whatever he wants to do. At 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 the old age, he just does he he can do whatever he want to do, but he just doesn't have that that load anymore. You know what I mean? That what do you mean? <laughs> uh, he just he could perform, but maybe he just just no well, substance. Is it, but there. wait, is it true? I mean, old men have like people eighty years old have kids. So like, are you I saying? And you know, maybe he was just. They didn't have like Viagra or anything back then, but maybe he was particularly virile. So, or maybe. Uh, and also, also, it should be mentioned that he murdered 10% of the world's population. And right. so he could have had a. That, that has you know, a that's a great effect. way. Either have a lot of kids or kill a lot of people. <laughs> and the remaining ones yeah. are going to be or your both. kids. Yeah. Well, well here's a oh question. Oh, my God. Like, like would you put Hitler on a list of the most influential people? Because the guy, I mean, there's still less Jewish people in the world than there were before World War II. Well, I mean, like, uh, like I always think about influential. I thought influential, you have to influence a humanity towards a different directions, right? Well, so that like would Alexander be... Graham Bell created a phone and a whole humanity sort of went to a different directions. But I don't know if Hitler or Genghis Khan does the same. Well, you but know, like, here's an interesting thing about Jay. That's an interesting point. But like, if Alexander Graham Bell didn't exist, would the phone have never existed? I mean, there's a lot of evidence that almost every great invention in history was developed simultaneously around the world by many people. So, for instance, right. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Alexander Graham Bell had to race to the patent office because someone else was racing to the patent office oh. to file their own patent for the invention of phone. Just like the car, just like the printing press or calculus. You know, calculus 
Isaac Newton and Leibniz didn't even know each other was working on calculus, and yet they both invented it at the same time. Right. So huh. would you say that Isaac Newton's influential? Well, if he didn't live, then somebody else would have done it. So I would discount his his influence. Although, oh my God, and I, I almost take issue with that. Although, I mean, uh, I am a bit biased. But okay, going back to that, I think there's, I read somewhere, I can't remember where, that there is this idea where kind of... Uh, uh, advancements or kind of technological events. So, you know, creation of calculus or let's say the creation of the phone and stuff like that. If someone didn't do it, there would have been someone else who would have done it, you know, yes. 20 years right. later or something like that. Whereas with kind of historical events, you know, if Hitler wasn't born, the world would probably be different, right? Because uh, there's not, there wouldn't be someone else who would have had the same ideas and done the same things. Uh, going back to uh, Newton, though, I think, I don't know, I would, uh, I mean, I have a physics Yeah, I'm right? curious so, why you're biased about Newton yeah, versus Leibniz. Like, it's not a thing to be biased it, about. No, no, it's not like I'm biased about <laughs> Newton versus Leibniz in itself, but just, like, the contributions that Newton has done are kind of insane. Like, to in so much as a single person, maybe that's true, there could have been 10 other people at the same time doing one-tenth of the work. And he wouldn't have. Uh, so maybe, maybe that's true. I think it, it it does not detract though from the like greatness of the person. It's like it saying it doesn't detract from the greatness it, at all. Like he did it, he invented it. But I'm just arguing if, in terms of uh, how we live today, if Newton never existed, we'd probably live the same way because Leibniz. We would have gone. Yeah, we would have yeah. used Leibniz's form of calculus. Yeah, it's um, most likely. Yeah. Same thing with Thomas Edison. Like if we didn't use Thomas Edison's electricity, maybe we'd use. Tesla's form of electricity. Right. I mean, but the thing is, like, the fact that they are the one that created it, right? Uh, yeah, someone else is created at the same time, you know, but he actually created and patented it. And then he is the one that in everyone's history book that everyone learned about. That's why he is a little bit more influential than any other people. Well, we that's, know about those history books. Yeah, yeah, you know about the history book because the winner or victor decide who to be on there. Right. So the, the victor, of course, writes was, history. But yeah. there's a here's an Italian guy, uh, Antonio Meucci, uh, began developing a phone in 1849, and in 1871 he filed <laughs> what's called a caveat, an announcement of an invention for his design. But due to hardships, he he wasn't able to afford to renew his, I guess, patent. Paolo so, has something to say. Yeah, yeah, that's who we learned in Italy invented the phone, right? You're kidding. So that's <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. Wait, that's really? really? Yeah, yeah. Like Alexander Graham Bell is like shit in Italy. Like yeah, it's yeah, Antonio yeah. Meucci. Who's that? Bell? Kind of Did he work on, uh, you know, musical yeah. bells Who's or something Bell? like that? Yeah. yeah. Who's that guy? Yeah, it says here, his role in the invention of the telephone was overlooked until the United States House of Representatives passed a resolution on June 11, 2002, honoring his contributions and work. So we still would have had a telephone. We Don't worry, Jay, we still would have had TikTok, yep. even if Alexander <laughs> Graham Bell never existed. Right. Yep. But I feel, like, I feel like influential, I don't know. I, it, I, know, I know it's about the list, but it almost felt like it became the, the, the debate about the definition of influential. Like, but no, that's, that's okay. We could, I mean, that's interesting because what, that decides who's on a list. list. Like, so, right. so here's another example. Um, I included Jesus on the list, and yet Jesus during his lifetime was not really that influential at all. He had like a dozen 
disciples, like 12 people. And, you know, I guess hundreds of other people listened to him, but well, he was he in a was. very small part of the world. Well, like most people are Christian. There's like Christianity. Right, is what, well, right. He, he spread clearly, Christianity. Yeah, clearly over time he became... Influential. Yeah. Influential. I mean, I mean, Islam and Christianity is all stems from Jesus, right? Yeah. Did you did you see that new article that said that Jesus proves that he didn't die on the stake or something? I don't know. No, what? what? I don't know. What I just, was the article? It was like 1,200-year-old script that said that um, uh, proves that Jesus didn't die uh, on, the on the cross or the stake. Well, as far as I know, the only mention of Jesus in any kind of history is Flavius Josephus, who is a uh, Roman historian, uh, mentioned briefly that there was a revolt among the Hebrews where, you know, somebody named Jesus was involved. Hmm. So that I think that's the only actual historical mention of, of Jesus. There's a bunch of mention uh, mentions of him in the um, Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah, I don't know what the story is with those. Well, Constantine is the one that created the I, I guess the Bible that we read now, and he took out a lot of those, you know, books. Yeah, I think, I mean, for a long time, right? They, so the Dead Sea Scrolls were discovered, uh, and then it took a long time to translate them. And I don't know, Somewhere. we don't know if they've been translated correctly, or we don't know the extent to which they wrote about something that was true. Uh, yeah. And I don't know of them mentioning Jesus, actually. I mean, I'm just a regular agent on the podcast, so I don't know anything <laughs> about Jesus. Yes, it's totally true. Airbnb has changed my life. If anything, they have made my life so much better. Like I used to live in Airbnbs. I, I lived in over 100 or 200 different Airbnbs over a three-year period. And I loved it. I love. I became a really good guest of Airbnbs. And I got to know lots of hosts. So when I initially owned a house, I, of course, the first thing I thought was, I'm going to turn my house into an Airbnb because I travel a lot. So why leave my house unused when I can make a side income by letting others Airbnb my house or come to stay in my house as guests? And having my own Airbnb or, or being a host for Airbnb has allowed me to do just that. And I've met other hosts. I've actually spoken at Airbnb's host conference. I think it was in 2017. I met so many just nice hosts. It's a great community. And I love, you know, turning my own home into an Airbnb. Like I'm traveling to Austin next month. My home's going to be an Airbnb while I'm away. And I'll stay in an Airbnb. I'd rather stay in like a three-story house Airbnb than in one tiny hotel room in, in the middle of Austin during South by Southwest. So listen, while you're away, your home could be an Airbnb. Many people host on Airbnb, but there are people who are just letting their house sit empty, who've never thought about it or didn't realize their space could be an Airbnb. Hosting can easily fit into your lifestyle and is a great way to earn some extra money. So if you have a home, but you're not always at home, then you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Daylight savings time is starting up again. Okay, podcast is over. That's all you needed to know. But why do we have uh, daylight savings time? 
answer to give us more daylight from March through November. By setting your clocks forward, it may feel like there are more hours in the day that initial, when we initially start daylight savings. But if you're hiring, it doesn't necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner. There's only one way to do that, ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for you. Once you post your job on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you reach more of the right people. This is such a brilliant idea for a business and ZipRecruiter did it. So ZipRecruiter's smart technology also quickly scans thousands of resumes to identify people whose skills and experience match your job. I've used ZipRecruiter particularly as a potential employee and I still to this day get messages every day. James Aldacher, would you like to apply to be VP of entertainment at NBC or whatever. So there's just nonstop emails. Like I got five or six emails today because of because a year ago I signed up for ZipRecruiter. So spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash James. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash James. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Jay, does it resonate with you saying Jesus was influential? Because would Confucius or Lao Tzu or somebody, and maybe this is like naive of me, would they be considered more uh, influential? Well, influential to me. For sure, because we learn about them and and we learn about their philosophy. We don't learn about their story, but you know we learn about their philosophy and all that stuff. So I think, and then also like, and then also you you you, you there's a lot of like you know like like the the Confucius thinking just came out from that too. You know, like people mm -hmm. have like a like a whole philosophy came out from the one person. And for you, is Buddha more influential than Jesus? Like, or for for people when you were growing up, for people you knew? Was okay. It, See, I don't know if Buddha is influential. Buddha is just a, a, a figure that we maybe maybe we heard about story or maybe we prayed to, but it wasn't as influential as Confucius maybe, at least for me. You know, what like what about would, Jesus though? Jesus is just a story for me too. Like I, it's like a story that I watch on TV, but that doesn't. I watch Spider Man, but doesn't mean Spider Man is influential to me. You know. I think the and, answer and, is uh, who has the most followers on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well then, The Rock is the most influential person uh, in history. I mean, so I mean, I, I I guess I guess The Rock is right now, you know, because of maybe Steve Jobs is too, you know, because of his inventions and I don't know his whole book about him and, and yeah. stuff like that. He, inver he invented yeah. the turtleneck. Yeah, the turtleneck. <laughs> the turtleneck. Well, he did invent the idea that if if you where if you have 20 versions of the same outfit, it reduces the amount of thinking you have to do in the morning so you have energy to think about more important things. So a lot of, it seems a lot of Silicon Valley entrepreneurs right. uh, uh, have bought into that. Um, but yeah, I guess Jesus, I mean, I mean, billions of people follow the words of, of Jesus and Muhammad. So I kind of like lump them in together. Right. And, and so then you could argue Abraham who supposedly started Judaism, although there's no historical record of him, is even more influential because he, you know, Jesus ultimately was born Jewish and... Uh, right. 
But okay, what about on the negative side? Like Stalin, Mao, Hitler. Between them, they probably murdered a hundred million people. Between the three of them. Right. Like how? I, I'm I'm just thinking about like how 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 did they influence people? Yeah, they kill people, but did people's thinking about the 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 philosophy? Like for me, influential is influence is always about philosophy. Like someone like maybe. Maybe Robin's list influenced me to think about a different thing. Then Robin is influential to me. So I don't know. Did they? Did they actually? Uh, well, that's a good point. Influence. Again, it's related to the definition of influence. Like yeah. you could say, influence is what percentage of the world's thoughts are related to maybe the thoughts of an earlier right. person, and then that person would be could be said to have influence. Or yeah. like, what's the time frame of that influence? Was it in the last twenty minutes, or was it the past twenty years? <laughs> well, that would be related to what percentage of the world they affect. Yeah, and right. I think I think that's very interesting because there's a kind of time-wise component to this. That's uh, people who are yeah. more more recent are more likely to influence us kind of directly. Whereas yeah. the more people go into the past, they're more likely to have affected you know a longer. Uh, lifestyle you know amount of time and longer and larger amount of people so there's uh, an interesting balance there yeah so yeah. the other thing to think about is like is plato actually influenced is he an influencer like does he influence well that's him? interesting because let's say let's say <laughs> wouldn't that be funny if because... he, had, he was on twitter <laughs> plato is he an influencer? i wonder how many followers he'd have <laughs> yeah well but, uh, it's interesting because look plato himself uh who knows? I mean, he was like the first major philosopher, but then yeah. he taught Aristotle and yeah. and Aristotle taught you, everybody from the Stoics to the Cynics to the all these different philosophical schools of thought that we now um, spend a lot, you know, a lot of people dedicate their lives to thinking about these things or living a life in, in let's say, a Stoic way or or whatever. I mean, Books on stoicism now are are they they hand them out at the airport practically. So yeah, uh, yeah. So Plato might be influential. So it could be, yeah, yeah. So, and I would say I threw this on the list, even though he's not necessarily influential to other countries, but maybe he is George Washington. And the reason mm -hmm. I say George Washington is because he the most influential thing he did was he left office. So he served for two terms in the United States as president of the United States. And they literally wanted to make him king and wanted to keep him, him to keep going as president. But he said no. And he stepped down. He rejected power. He stepped down. And I think that really influenced, uh, you know, how, how people saw, oh, U.S. democracy is something different than we've seen before. And many countries then mm -hmm. uh, adopted almost the same constitution that we did because they saw it working in action. And Lincoln, right. too. So you now, now, now Paulo and, and Jay, though, uh, George Washington probably means almost nothing to you. Well, well the, uh, like the way I learned about George Washington is about the, the tree that he chopped down and not about lying. <laughs> that's, the, that's the only thing I learned about him in high school or in, in whatever, like primary school or, or that's kindergarten what I or whatever. Too. Yeah, so, so like, I, it's like I felt like that he could be influential, but it just… I felt like it's more like unconsciously influential. Like no one would think about him as influential in that way. I think Martin Luther King would be on my yeah, list. Yeah, because well, between Martin Luther King and Gandhi, they they yeah. kind of came up with a new way of protesting. The nonviolent protests yeah. they sort of demonstrated could be more effective than violent protests. And that's influenced all 
social protesting since then. Like if you look at like the trucker convoys in Canada, they're really right. kind of, you know, despite what Justin Trudeau says, the, the, these Canadian trucker protests have been very peaceful. Right. And that's influenced by Gandhi and MLK. And before that, by Gandhi was very influenced by Leo, Leo Tolstoy. Um, but oh, right. So, so it's kind of a, a, a genealogy of influence, which is interesting right. to always study. But just like George Washington is ultimately has a genealogy of influence that goes back to the Magna Carta, where it kind of limited the, the powers of a, mon of a monarch. And, yeah, and so even that goes back to, um, you know, who was the guy in 1776 BC? Oh, the, the Hammurabi, the Code of Hammurabi. Oh, right. So, so essentially every influencer or every person that were, that were influential has someone else that inspired them. Probably, or at least, or influenced or at least they stood to. on the shoulders of great, you know, everybody stands on the shoulders of greatness. Every great, uh, every great person, I should say, stands on the shoulders of the greats. So not necessarily thought, us, but other people. I, see, I thought like that's a good list to do. Like, like who, like, so like someone should just pick one name and who, who did they, who were they inspired by or which greatness of shoulder did they stand? Well, a lot of people won't be famous that you'll say, or pe most people won't say that the, i mean because somebody that inspired me no one would really know who she is so right right but then um but that'd be interesting though to to take some of these influential people like hitler or jesus or uh i don't know alexander graham bell and and kind of trace back in in time who influenced them so I think an interesting Him. example of this is uh, if you look at uh, Nobel Prize winners for physics, if you look mm -hmm. at whoever won and who was their kind of uh, uh, supervisor in university, there's an extreme overlap. You can literally huh. oh, look at really? the Nobel Prize winner and go back to three, four, and they're all Nobel Prize winners. Interesting. Oh, that's really interesting. So <laughs> I think this mostly applied in also early uh, 1900s and maybe till 1950s mm -hmm. or something, but there was an extreme yeah. overlap. Yeah, yeah, it's very uh, interesting to see also how much, because this, uh, I suppose it also means that the supervisor actually uh, affects you uh, a lot, right? Because they're able to- And, right. and also it, it was science in particular, like I'm, I just uh, looked up who inspired uh, Einstein. And on the one hand, there's a physicist, uh, Albert Michelson, uh, who I guess did some stuff in photoelectricity. I don't know. I think it's and a standard. There's an experiment. I think it's called Michelson and Morley experiment. I think it's the same person. They basically did stuff about seeing, uh, measuring the speed of light and uh, stuff like that. Mm. Paolo, you walked on the same campus as him. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then, but then, <laughs> but then um, uh, it turns out that Einstein was also inspired by science fiction writers named Felix, who I've never heard of, Felix Eberty and Aaron Bernstein. And apparently he devoured Bernstein's work with breathless attention. And it may have inspired one of the conjectures that led to his special theory of relativity. So apparently this guy Bernstein, he wrote a book, a, a story in 1846, The Stars and World History. And Eberty speculated on what might happen if humans could travel faster than the speed of light. And he also wondered, what would you see if you observed the events uh, from Earth. And that's exactly the thought experiment that Einstein did. So it's interesting to see all the different ascendants, not descendants, but ascendants or ancestors of, of a thought or an idea. Yeah, that would be a great list to, for someone to do.
So I will make a challenge though, is go on to notepad. Anybody listening to this, go on to notepad.com, N-O-T-E-P-D.com and list who you think are the most influential people in history, or alternatively take someone you find influential and who are the top 10 influences or five or three or seven, who are the top influences on that person? And maybe the, the, the best of those lists will bring back on the podcast and, and talk to you about it. So if you like this, subscribe to the podcast, check out notepad.com, which is a place where you could write publicly or privately your 10 ideas a day and keep track of them and search them and search the ideas of others and, and get smarter at the same time. Hope you enjoyed this podcast.